Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. The week here has been pretty good so far. Tweaked my back a little bit and my hamstring a little bit, but at least I was playing pickleball doing it. Been working the rest of the week uh, trying to get that strengthened again. The good news is that I've been working on my back. I've been working on stretching and getting my hamstrings ready to roll. And the good news is that that has paid off because even though I tweaked them, they are not tweaked as hard as or as bad as they had been in the past when I tweaked them when I hadn't spent so much time working on them. So there's good news there uh, on on tweaking even, you know, tweaking less if you uh, work on your mind and your body and your just the athletic pillar that we talk about all the time. All right, so this week we're going to chat about a couple of subjects. I had three different things I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about spins. I want to talk about forehand in the middle. And what won out was the third one, which is we're going to talk about outballs. We're going to talk about how to uh, get identify outballs and how to get out of the way of outballs and the importance of that. Uh, we have a video at Into Pickle this weekend that is going to show you some of the mechanics of getting out of the way of the ball. But what I want to talk about in this podcast is the concepts, the, the, the brainy part or the thinking part of why we want to let balls go. And then in the riff, I'm going to give you a challenge to continue the weekly challenges and keep on working on our games. So stay tuned for the podcast. Are you ready to finally commit to your game to get serious about your pickleball and your improvement? If you are, check out the We Are Pickleball Pickleball System. It is the complete system that you need to get you to where you want to be as a pickleball player. Join CJ and me for our free three-part mini-series where we're going to be talking about how to avoid pop-ups, how to deal with bangers, and more. Make sure you're part of the We Are Pickleball mailing list so you're notified of the mini-series and you can sign up for it. You can join the We Are Pickleball mailing list by going to wearepickleball.com forward slash pillars. You'll get our three pillars of pickleball and be part of our mailing list. I'll link to it below. Come to our mini-series, improve your game, and learn more about the complete pickleball system. We'll see you there. We all have to play against bangers from time to time. Bangers are a part of our game. Sometimes we're the banger, and sometimes our opponents are the banger. But it's part of our game, and I think it's it's a, not. I think it's it's important to have the skill set necessary when you're playing against a banger to know what to do uh, and how to diffuse the banger is the term that we use, which is basically how do we wrest control of the match away from the banger. And the most effective way to deal with a banger is to use your best friend on the court when you're dealing with a banger, which is the out of bounds. And specifically, it's the long out of bounds, right? The wide the wide out of bounds is there for you too. But normally with bangers, what you're using is the end of the court, so the, the baseline of the court, and you're just letting those balls sail past the baseline and land out of bounds. The problem that most players run into who don't know how to deal with bangers, and it happens a lot of rec play, is the players hit every ball. And if you hit every ball, the banger has no incentive to stop banging. In fact, if you're a person or a player that hits every single ball that's hit your way, you are the banger's absolute best friend. Uh, there's a movie called Tombstone. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Val Kilmer gives the performance of a lifetime in it. Some other good acting in there too, but uh, uh, I think, um, uh, I forget his name now, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's in it, some other good acting, but uh, Val Kilmer steals the show. But anyway, uh, but in Tombstone, there's this uh, phrase, uh, I'm your Huckleberry. And that's basically what's happening. When you're the player who hits every single ball that the banger drives at you, 
then the banger is super happy to have you on the other side of the court because the banger knows there's no downside to that player hitting every single ball. And I'll give you all a quick uh, sort of war story about this. We, uh, Jill and I got to play in the English Open uh, a few years back, and there's a player over in England. Her name is Thadia Locke. Excellent player. This is not a criticism of her. I, I loved her strategy, uh, and she's a fantastic player. She played tennis in the U.S. somewhere uh, for college. But anyway, she's a fantastic pickleball player, but she can hit the ball really hard. And so uh, she, uh, I can't remember who she was playing with, but they won the, the event, as I recall, and in the women's. And I remember chatting with her afterwards, and we were kind of joking around. And I said, I love your backhand drives. They're really nice. But I said, I don't know if any of them go in. Or I don't know if they all go in, right? Because there was not a single drive that she hit during that tournament that a player let go. So if, if you're going to let a player like Thadia, who has a fantastic drive, right, just continue driving ball after ball at you, then guess what the player's going to do? Just keep driving them at you. So the only thing, the only real solution, there's two solutions really to a banger. One is you can outbang the banger, right? That's a poss- that's a that's an option. Now the reality is for many of us, it's going to be difficult to outbang the banger uh, unless you happen to be stronger and or more or have better uh, paddle speed and have fast reaction times and things like that, then maybe you can outbang the banger. You know, I always say like, you know, if a player like a David Weinbach uh, or a Callie Smith wants to counter bang a player all day long, that's fine because they have the hand speed to do it. They're powerful enough to do it. So that's great. But for the vast majority of us, of us mere mortals, a lot of times with a banger, rather than trying to outbang the banger, the best strategy is to diffuse the banger. And the way you diffuse the banger is by letting those balls go. And you have to train your mind that you do not have to hit every single ball that comes your way. And this is where you have agency, right? You have control of your game in this, in the aspect of deciding to hit the ball or to let it go. That is entirely up to you. And so if you hit the balls that the banger, you know, keeps driving at you, that's your decision. That's your choice. Uh, so, you know, don't be upset if the banger keeps on doing it because that's what the banger is going to do. You also have the choice, though, to let the ball go. And that is you exercising your agency, you being intentional. And, you know, we talk about intentionality all the time at We Are Pickleball. Um, but it's something that you can make a decision, hit or avoid. And in the video this week, we, we lay out the three steps to this process. One is determining what shots coming your way. For a lot of you out there, this is not going to be an, a concern or a thing to think about. Because if you're playing the, the, the real banger, right, the bangs all the time, there's no question what that player is going to do. That player is just going to bang away and bang away and bang away, right? So you pretty much expect that every ball that that player hits is going to be a bang. Then there's the next step in the process is now you have to make a decision. This is the agency I just mentioned. Are you going to hit that ball or are you going to let the ball go? That is entirely your choice. So you need to make a decision as to whether you're going to hit it or not. In the video, we give you some some visuals. We go through, we do some rally breakdowns so you can really dive into it and really understand it. But generally speaking, think about it this way. If the player is banging the ball from behind their baseline and the ball looks reasonably decent, probably have to hit that one, right? Usually, you know, most bangers, not most bangers, but at least enough bangers can bang sufficiently well that if they're hitting from behind the baseline, those balls have a high chance of a higher chance, I should say, of going in. As long as they're not really high, like at your head or anything like that. So you probably need to hit those. Once that player steps into the court, you know, two or three feet into the court, four or five feet into the court, 
the chance of that ball going out increases. The chance of that bang going out increases. So look for that. And also look for the height of the ball at the time that the banger's hitting it. If the banger is hitting a low ball, a ball that's underneath the net, and they're driving it at you, that's a higher chance of it going out. So if you put those two factors together, the banger is inside the court and the ball is underneath the net, the best odds are probably just to let that ball go. The the then then the third question is another third question, but the third thing you have to do is you have to avoid it, right? So you have you've you know it's a bang coming. That's number one. Number two, you've made a decision. Okay, it's under the net. They're inside the court. I'm gonna let it go. And so as soon as they basically start getting ready to smack it, right, or bang it at you, you're gonna start getting ready to get out of the way. All the time we hear, I didn't have time to get out of the way. I didn't have time to avoid it. And listen, that happens sometimes. There are times when you cannot get out of the way. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that most of the time you have time to get out of the way. You just don't know how to do it. And the way you the way what you have to do is to get out of the way is the first thing you have to do is you have to pre-move. What that means is basically get yourself in the best position to avoid the shot. Sometimes that means taking a, a quick step back or a hop back. In the video this weekend, you'll see me take a hop back and you'll see how I basically give myself more time by taking that little hop back to get myself ready to move out of the way. The second thing is you got to be your body has to be poised, ready to move. That means you're on the balls of your feet, your knees are bent, and you're ready to get out of the get out of dodge, right? Going back to the tombstone uh, analogy or tombstone story. And the third is you want to roll out of the way. These You can duck too. Ducking is okay. I find ducking to be a little more difficult, so I like to roll out. And the rollout is basically where you pull a shoulder, either your left or your right shoulder, back away from the shot. The key here is that you want to roll in the, in the direction of the shot. So if the shot's coming from your right, you want to take your left shoulder and pull it back. And basically you're rolling out to the right, but you're, you're pulling your left shoulder back. If the ball is coming from your left, you're going to pull your right shoulder back and you're going to roll to the left. If you roll the opposite, a lot of times what will happen is that ball is coming across so diagonally. And what happens is you basically roll and the ball ends up hitting you because you've rolled into the shot trajectory. So, you know, the third step is the avoidance. And again, you'll be able to see that better in the video. So check out that video at Into Pickle. But going back to the general principle, right? If you're playing against bangers, exercise your agency if it's a bang coming at you and you determine that the ball has a reasonable chance of going out, learn to let those balls go. Change the habit of hitting every single ball out there. You'll be able to defuse bangers. And I'll tell you one thing. There's there's not many more things funner in pickleball than rolling out of the way and then looking back at the banger. You don't have to have a smirk or anything like that, but you can look back at the banger and kind of go like, hmm. I got out of the way of that one, right? In your mind, anyway. So, you know, it's just a lot of fun. Trust me. And the look on the banger's face when you start doing that, uh, you basically what you're doing is you're forcing the banger then to make a decision. The banger can either continue banging, right? And then in which case, you're going to be letting those balls go. Or the banger can choose to play a softer game and play your game. So remember that next time you're playing against a banger, consider diffusing the banger rather than just going bang, bang, bang and trying to diffuse, trying to outbang the banger, which is more difficult. All right, in the riff, we're going to give you a challenge, but I'm also going to preface it with an answer to a question that I saw online having to do with our ability to improve as a pickleball player. Stay tuned for the riff. As a pickleball player, you are no doubt working on your game, but are you also working on your vision? Doesn't it make sense that better vision will lead to better pickleball? Not to mention better night driving. CJ and I rely on the experts at Visual Edge to help us track those balls so we don't ever miss a shot. If you're ready to take your vision and perhaps your game to the next level, 
Join us inside Visual Edge. I'll link to it below. We'll see you inside. You may or may not know that we are active inside the Pickleball Forum and Facebook. Aspen Kern set up the Pickleball Forum and Facebook. It's been around uh, longer than I've been doing it to Pickle for sure. It's got like 60,000 folks in there. Uh, and there's, there's, there, sometimes you get into some contentious stuff where I think play, you know, some players that comment are a little bit out of line. But for the most part, it's a place where players can interact and, and exchange some ideas about the game and ask questions and things like that. So one of the questions that was asked uh, by Larry was uh, he asked the question uh, about what what do you wish you would have known like a few years back when you first started playing? And most of the answers were things like, you know, about not rushing to the MVZ on the serve side, about the importance of the soft game, things like that. But a few of the comments were that I didn't know I'd be this bad. Like, I didn't know I would suck this long. I didn't know I'd be this bad and things like that. And what I wanted to comment on that was to basically suggest to you that it's normal to feel some frustration sometimes when you're playing pickleball, especially when you're trying to learn, you're trying to improve, you're trying to grow. It's normal to run into some roadblocks here and there, plateau, and just have to kind of work through those things. So that is perfectly normal. What I suggest to you is that you can become the pickleball player that you want to be. You're going to have to put some work into it. Uh, you're going to have to do some study. Again, we you know, we have We Are Pickleball. If you know us, you know we have We Are Pickleball. And the reason we have We Are Pickleball is to provide you uh, a, a path so that you can improve without having to, with taking the guesswork out of it, right? So you don't have to be like, you know, I don't know what to do next. I don't know, you know, and those are other comments. I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed by the video content out there. Again, that's perfectly natural. There's, I mean, by now there's probably 2,000 instructional videos about pickleball uh, out on the internet. And so to figure out which video to watch next, very difficult. So we are pickleball. We set up, you know, we set up a system, and it's not just a course because it's an entire system that covers the three pillars of pickleball. So if you're if you're plateaued in your game or you're frustrated with your learning, uh, highly recommend you check out what we're doing at We Are Pickleball. Now, we're going to be launching it again in March in, in a few weeks, uh, our new class and uh, the success path and the system that we have. And I think it'll really help you in your game. So, But don't get discouraged. I mean, just keep working and understand that you can achieve your objectives as a pickleball player. Along those lines, I want to give you a challenge. And the challenge this week is going to be tied to what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, which was, you know, I have, I have a, a, a lower back injury. It's not the worst. I mean, I I know folks that have worse injuries, but mine, you know, affects my life, and and I have to deal with it. So I've been doing these exercises called the McGill Three and some other things to work on getting a better foundation on my back and my core. So my challenge to you is identify one part of your body that gives you trouble, whether it's your elbow, your shoulder, your back, your knees, whatever it is, right? And go on YouTube, go on Google, research it, find some exercises that are generally accepted as being. Uh, good exercises for that type of thing, like the McGill three. There's a million uh, folks that vouch for it, so you know, and and just doctors and non doctors, and so you, you kind of get a sense of okay, this is something that I can do. Plus, it doesn't hurt me to do it, and it feels good when I do it. So find something like that. Find something that has consensus about uh, the the th the thing that you're trying to fix and work on, and spend the next week working on that. Now, that does not mean stop the balance. That does not mean stop the walking or the cardio you're working on. Keep those. These are layers. Add the next layer is find your trouble spot and do something about it over the next week. So that's your challenge for the next week. Hope you have a great week coming up. Check out the video this weekend at Into Pickle on the Outball so you can get the visual references of what we're talking about here. Keep working on your game. Keep working on your intentionality. Keep enjoying yourself out there. And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. 
If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Be well out there.